2: And Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. WrestleMania backlash is in the books. We've got one title change in the form of the first ever father son WWE tag champions. In this case, Rey Mysterio, Dom Mysterio. Dominic Dominic Mysterio, New tag champions. Champions. Otherwise, we had zombies. We had an amazing monster match between Drew McIntyre, Bob Lashley, and Braun Strowman. Uh, And the head of the table, Roman Reigns, retains in clean fashion his WWE Universal Championship. Solid show if not yeah. you know the best but I thought it was solid it was a solid show I wasn't huge on I mean the zombie stuff whatever I wasn't huge
4: on it but if people are you know yeah, it was fun were to each their own it made um, me laugh uh, it, the, the only complaint really about it was just how completely and utterly predictable it was it's been nice to have if it made sense for story the, the stories they're telling it would have been nice to have something take us by surprise something to not be, you know, for not everything to go as completely expected. It's a a minor quibble because it was an enjoyable show, nonetheless.
2: Yeah, no, I I feel you. I mean, it's It's just the, sorry, go ahead. It's WrestleMania backlash. And it's like, what purpose does this show really serve? I guess it's just meant to sort of tie up loose ends. I mean, there are some, you know, if you think about a little bit, Really, Dom and Ray probably should have won those tag titles at WrestleMania. That was probably would have been a big moment there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Charlotte obviously should have been at WrestleMania. So this sort of feels like WrestleMania leftovers. You know, it kind like of does. serve that purpose, I guess. It did kind of. I know, and
4: and I yeah. You know, it's just backlash has a reputation going back a number of years of mm-hmm. kind of being a bit of a nothing show in terms yeah. of 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 giving us. Unexpected turns or storyline progression or title changes. Um, so, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice if they had bucked that trend. It just kind of surprised us with something.
2: Last year I mean, had a zombies. really, yeah, last year. <laughs> well, that was pretty surprising. Last year had a pretty decent hook with the, but then the it was also out of ever, order yeah. because yeah. like Money in the Bank was the first one after WrestleMania.
4: Well, now that you mentioned out of order, they did announce during the course of the show that Hell and Cell is not happening in October. It's happening next month i believe june 20th is the date which would mean money the bank has not announced but has probably been pushed maybe to you know if, if the reports from the map podcast that is true that debbie's looking to get back on the road uh july 16th maybe they'll have money in the bank that weekend um with fans there because i could see why that would be a huge deal you know it may not be SummerSlam, but it's money in the bank usually a pretty anticipated pay-per-view money in the bank Um, is
2: one of my favorites because of the unpredictability you got, mm -hmm. you know, a new person, uh, hopefully they'll get it right this year and not put it in the hands of like an Otis type. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no money in the bank, you know, there's obviously been plenty of times when, you know, you'll get a cash in during the show. Oh, Uh, that's gotta be
4: a guarantee this year.
2: You would think that if they're determined to put that in front of fans, that's why they have that on tap. Um, Edge wins money in the bank, cashes in on Rome. Or on Bobby Lashley. You know, I mean, there's no, Edge doesn't have to be on SmackDown. I, You know, my at this point, my mantra is I'm not betting against Roman. But maybe that's the thing about stacking Edge is, okay, hey, you're going to get yours, come money in the bank. Yeah, the, he's motivated by that utter humiliation. Total and complete humiliation. Um, so, yeah, that, that's interesting. They're shuffling the deck a little bit. Dude, I think that uh, Hell in a Cell would be a perfect place for Jimmy and Jay to settle this beef. Jimmy's going to take the loss and acknowledge Roman. What do you think? How, what do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, probably. Gonna happen probably. And
4: then, and then he's going to be. I know Jay at first was fairly unwilling uh, to align himself with, with, with Roman, but seemingly now he's been broken down enough mentally <laughs> that he's a, a, a more than willing participant. And whatever Roman's got going on, if Jay, or sorry, if Jimmy is forced to align himself with Roman, um, I hope part of it is he's doing so just in an effort to rescue his brother, to pull his brother out of that. Um, and maybe part of that is is you know as he as he mentioned on SmackDown this past Friday is well if we're tag champs and you lose the title, doesn't that make us head of the table? It was a situation where they win the tag titles in Rome. If Edge casts in on Roman, you know, and, and he loses the universal title.
2: That's a pickle. Yep. That's a pickle right there. And that's, inter- that's an interesting story they could tell. So. That's, a, that's an insanely interesting story they can tell. Um, I like, I mean, that, that seems like it should. I mean, given that they referenced when Jimmy came back, Hell in a Cell and what happened there. And, you know, if, Jimmy, if Jimmy's opportunity to get Jay out of the clutches of Roman is to face his brother at Hell in a Cell, do you think it would be Jimmy? Jimmy versus Jay sounds great. Although, because yeah, Jay is broken, would it be Jimmy versus Roman or would it be Jimmy it versus be. Jay? I don't I, mean, mean, it,
4: I don't know if they, I guess to a certain degree, it make more sense for Jimmy versus Roman.
2: Well, Jay, as you pointed out, yeah, you could say, well, if Jay wants to get away from Roman, he could just lay down. But Jay is broken. Jay exactly. thinks that Roman is the way. And it's great. Yeah. I pointed this out during the stream, and it's probably just a happenstance of nature because we all get older. But... It's noticeable the amount of gray in Jay's beard versus Jimmy's beard, and I wish—and I's probably not because I'm probably looking too much into it—how great would it be if Paul Heyman was like, "Hey, start adding a little bit of gray to your beard just once stress, a month." Yes, the stress that once you're putting yourself Under, I know, I know. How great would that be? That'd
4: be that'd be pretty great. That'd be pretty great. Yeah, no, I I, I think Jay is going to be, you know, on on Roman's side up until the point where he has to have some sort of epiphany
2: hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You know, and realize, OK, no, I've just been completely and totally used this entire time. My brother, he's actually
2: there for me. Um, and then they, they turn their back on Roman. Well, there's, the you know, there's some validity to the idea that Jimmy berating Jay and even pointing out facts to him is not going to cause Jay. It's going to cause Jay to entrench even more. Yeah. In yep. this thing, I mean, there is a psychological thing there. Yep. Um. That is that is true, and it's it's fascinating. I wonder how much if Paul Heyman is the creative behind this, if he's looked into that. Um. But uh, but no, I don't know. I think it's a it's 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 solid stuff. If they if Jimmy and Jay go to hell in a cell, or if Jimmy and Roman, I mean, that's probably going to be matched. Boy, I don't know. That's a tough one. If, if it I'm, is a toss If up, I'm I the Booker, do you put Roman there, or do you just roll with the the more interesting story, which is brother versus brother? That's a tough one.
4: I mean, I, I guess there's a way that if they build to it right, they could have their cake and eat it too. They can make it a triple threat. like a triple threat. That could be. And then Roman essentially puts Jay in the position. All right, who who are you going to choose? Choose him. Yeah. Me or him? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's just go ahead and uh, and talk about this for the friendos out there. The Steve Notes are available if you're a member of our Frendo club TV membership on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, Uh, or if you throw us a Twitch sub at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, or of course, if you become a YouTube channel member, you can just check the community tab for the members only uh, selections there, and they show up there. I just want to see real quick if we got any new patrons here. Uh, This past week, we had Morgan Smith, uh, and about a week ago, we had jtv 8 before that, Thomas Austin Jr. and Michael Connor. thank you very much for your support. We definitely appreciate it. Go to the Patreon, check out the reward tiers. Uh, we got a comic book, a Steven Larson comic book. You can check out all sorts of bonus content, all sorts of good stuff over there on the Patreon. Uh, we opened up, because this WrestleMania was brought to you by the upcoming Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder zombie flick, oh, starring one Dave Batista. Batista himself narrated the opening video package. Well, we we could recap the. Sorry, I mean the uh,
4: the the kickoff show match where uh, Oh, that's Seamus right, yeah. comes out a, a, and issues an open challenge, not for the U.S. title, but anybody wants to come out and and take up uh, take him up on his opportunity to face him, not for the title. Uh, do so, Ricochet. Answers the open challenge. I won't get into heavy details here. The finish uh, saw Sheamus avoid a 630, goes for a brogue kick. Ricochet evades that, rolls up Sheamus, gets a two count. And then Sheamus just hits like a running knee for the win. Doesn't even hit his finish.
2: Yeah. I, and then while he was celebrating afterwards, Ricochet attacked him and uh, put on his hat and jacket. Uh, so, I, you know what, man? I don't – whatever. If it gets Ricochet, maybe. Hey, if – Well, they'd say, I think the report was Carrillo was fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're just bringing Ricochet up to Raw for some matches with Sheamus. Mix it up with Carrillo. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully we'll see that. He's been on main event with Ali lately. Um, Then we have the uh, Batista-narrated opening package, which combined wrestlers and zombies, but not for the last time uh, tonight. Uh, We started off with the Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka versus Charlotte versus the champion Rhea Ripley. Um, And uh, yeah, as I sort of predicted, uh, adding Charlotte to this match really sort of added to the chemistry. Because two out of three matches between Rhea and Asuka just were not all that great. The third one on Raw was a decent enough match. They seemed to get their chemistry a bit better. But yeah, it's tied up a lot with Charlotte. There, This yeah. felt a lot more like you know a, a, a pay-per-view esque match. You know, I mean, with you can make the story case. beats. Yeah, yeah. This make the case that this probably should have been the mania match. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I was I was saying that during the stream as well. Yeah,
4: um, and you know, even up until shoot day of, I was still half expecting Charlotte to be put into the the mania match, making mm-hmm. a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Did tonight though. Uh, Early on, Asuka and Rhea are are trying to corner Charlotte. um, And they kind of, you know, uh, hit some double team offense on her a little bit. And then they turn and start fighting each other. That goes on and off for a little bit. Eventually, we get a a square off between Charlotte and Rhea. I got to say, this is the first time on the main roster Rhea Ripley's looked like Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, ever since she got the, the, the real call up two, three weeks before Mania, like from the character perspective, it doesn't feel like in any way it's not unusual for this to happen anyway consistent to how she was acting in any way in nxt mm-hmm. like this the the matches were fine but you know she's capable of putting on really good yeah
2: oh fun yeah. matches we've Absolutely. seen plenty of them
4: uh, but this is like the first time she's really felt like you know what we saw in in nxt on the main roster um there's just a lot of great back and forth here um we just kind of get towards the end uh mm-hmm. they're they in the like ring. A, Charlotte-
2: yeah there was there was like a big tower of doom spot on Charlotte and then yeah the, the, the <laughs> Do you want to talk there. about Charlotte trying to double pin him <laughs> she did that's right yeah, I forgot to uh, uh yeah. a
4: double natural selection and try she didn't stack them she she moved them right next to each she, other and pinned she them both
2: draped herself over them and tried yeah. to pin them both and they both kicked out at two I thought yeah. that was pretty rad um so towards the end Charlotte misses a boot Oscar hits her
4: with a code breaker Rhea looks for a riptide. Oscar Asuka escapes that. She's looking for an Asuka lock. Um, and then while well, Rhea's trying to get out of that, uh, Charlotte looks to boot Asuka. Asuka gets out of the way. Rhea eats the kick. Um, so this was weird. This is really weird. So Charlotte's on the apron. Uh Asuka goes running right towards her to knock her off. And Charlotte gets her gets her boot up, mm-hmm. kicks Asuka, kicks kicks Asuka towards the middle of the ring. Rhea hits riptide. We're expecting Charlotte to just dive right in to break up that pin. Instead, pinfalls counted. We're like, what the heck? Charlotte was just on the apron. And it wasn't until after the pinfall was counted that we see Charlotte's on the floor. And Corey Graves has to kind of make up that story beat um, cover for it by saying, oh, Charlotte
2: was knocked off the apron during the kick. Well, yeah, I think he just illustrated what TV missed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, It was just a, a little bit of confusing television direction that they probably should have got before the uh, the match went on. But yeah, unfortunately, either a cameraman was not in position or the not cameraman that. that was in position to catch the boot wasn't, was like too close up for us to see her fall after the boot. Or as a situation
4: where the, the whoever's directing the show just said, the but, but, bup, bup, bup just going to get that shot.
2: When you're you know, trying to cut three times in a second, that could be difficult to catch. That everything. could be difficult, rather than just one good <laughs> frame where you get it all. Yeah, right. So, anyway, yeah, all the like the information you, you need to tell the story. Because otherwise, like the finish is confusing. Like Charlotte was just right there. Yeah, and it would have made perfect sense if you just had a wide angle on it all. You know. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But uh, so Rios uh, yeah. successfully retains. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Alexa Bliss. Kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing that I was, uh, I was actually pretty happy about. Is that there wasn't? You know, these were all clean finishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the zombies one was weird, but um, <laughs> that's sort of the outlier here. Uh, so anyways, after that we had, yeah, I thought it was a solid match though. Um, mm-hmm. After that we had Ms. and Morrison backstage. They were talking strategy. Uh, Morrison said he's going to go chat up the Lumberjacks because uh, and, and get them all on Miz's side because Johnny Drip Drip uh, <laughs> can uh, be pretty convincing sometimes. Be very persuasive. Yes. Yeah.
4: Then uh, we cut to earlier in the during the kickoff show where uh, Dolph and, and Bob Roode are giving Dom some crap backstage. They beat him up and dump a couch on
2: him. a bunch of jerks. These guys are.
4: Yeah. So we go to the trainer's room. Uh, Dom is getting checked out by the trainers. Uh, he's not cleared. Uh, Ray says, hey, we'll fight another day. I've got this. So Ray is going to go it
2: alone to try to win these tag titles. Yeah, man. Uh, so after that, we had Ray Mysterio versus the Dirty Dogs. And, uh, of course, Ray holds his own to start that match. Not too long before the Dirty Dogs take over, though, they start working Ray's leg. Uh, man, they did some really cool stuff to Ray here. There was an assisted Famouser, oh, that who, like Rude sort of holds up Wheelbarrow, Rey, wheelbarrows him. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that was cool. There was another one where Rude throws Rey, uh, like uh, he slides him. Uh, to the floor but as he's like leaving the ring like he eats a super kick from Dolph that was, that was pretty great. cool uh, but uh, so that Ray barely beats a 10 count on that particular sequence he comes back and hits him with like a double DDT uh, sends Rude into the post so he sort of comes alive and sure enough around then Dom comes out unfortunately they did not tape him up with some Lex Luger rib tape but nonetheless he comes uh, milling about Uh, After that, we had uh, Ziggler hitting a zigzag on Ray for two. So Ray keeps on kicking out of pretty much everything, Uh, getting little bits of offense in. He gets a super bulldog on uh, Bobby Roode. Ray finally gets the hot tag in on Dom. Uh, Roode kind of almost immediately gets a spine buster on Dom, though. Uh, Then Dolphin Roode double team him. But the entire time he's in there, you know, he's not he's he's kicking out and Ray has time to power back up. Uh, And eventually he gets tagged back into Ray. Uh, Eventually, Ray hits a 619 on...
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app
0: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
2: Rude, I think. And then takes out Dolph uh, on the outside. Gives him a barricade. uh, uh, Sunset sunset flip. flip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, barricade bomb. And then uh, Dom goes up. Hits Eddie Guerrero, his dad's frog splash for three. And we've got new tag champions, father and son. Not since John Quincy Adams and John Quincy Adams Jr. Have two men been tag team champions at the same time. You're going back quite a ways in wrestling history there. <laughs> it's the old car. Uh, so
4: next, things. Morrison, he walks up to the Lumberjacks locker room, knocks on the door, opens it. It's filled with zombies. <laughs> oh, that's
2: and so, uh, that's so, understandably,
4: great. he's a bit freaked out, <laughs> yeah. and so he just walks away, with the door open. Zombies come out.
2: This really was, oh look, whether you're into it or not, it's a perfect spot for Morrison. Morrison is made to be a wrestler who fights zombies. He really is. Yeah, he, in a lot of ways he is. Yes, yeah, he is. he's great. Yeah. It's almost a shame this match just wasn't John Morrison versus zombies. I would have been a lot more into it. <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot to mention also, after the Ray and Dom match, uh, Hey, Kayla interviewed Ray and Dom, and uh, Ray is very happy to have won the tag Titles with his son (laughs) Didn't miss much there Uh, So after
4: Morrison uh, releases The zombies uh, Jimmy Uso he's out front of Roman's locker room He's pacing he walks in Jay's sitting there And he wants to know where Roman's at Uh, He says uh, He tells Jay uh, You know Roman wouldn't claim to be the head of the table without everything You do for him Um, And he's asked Jay again why isn't your name on The door of the locker room And he says if we had our own locker room it'd say Jay and Jimmy Uso. Um, and he tells uh, Jay to stop carrying Roman's bag. Um, and then right about then, Roman steps in and Jimmy just says,
2: hey, good luck. You're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, the Damien Priest versus The Miz. Sure enough, the lumberjacks are all zombies. They got the fog machine to roll the fog in. Commentary's freaking out. There's a zombie under the commentary desk all of a sudden. Uh and then, so, like, you know, they all, they, none of them try to get in the ring, even though they're zombies. They can't figure out the Yeah, they really the do observe the, the rules of a lumberjack match quite Maybe, well. yeah, no. Maybe uh, to a fault, even. I, I was trying to think, like, yeah, yeah, I was trying to think, like, maybe they didn't because the apron, of course, is wood. But even if it was in a cross, that's for vampires, not zombies. Maybe it's a
4: situation where they can walk, but
2: they can't pull themselves up well there is some amount of like their brains are like messed up so they can't yeah like, I don't know anyways it would maybe they, the they, match they fall victim well. to
4: simply two-dimensional thinking
2: <laughs> that could very well be like they uh, can not They can do this way this way but not up and down up and down can't. Is they, too, like, too like, much yeah them. Too they can't do that uh, so anyways uh, one of the highlights of this match of course is Priest and Miz they both sort of end up on the outside and they have to team up for a moment to take out some of these zombie lumberjacks which is pretty great they dispatch of many of these lumberjacks of course morrison had like bolted as soon as he saw the zombies and uh and so miz and priest eventually get back in the ring miz tries to get the high five but then swerves priest but he's able to figure that out takes miz out morrison comes back he distracts priest uh, who eats like a spinning kick for two. Then Morrison goes on his like parkour uh, anti-zombie raid. It's the highlight of the match. It was great. He's just taking out all these zombies. But then like he gets up on top of the barricade to like launch himself at some, and then two from behind him come and pull him down. And uh, and he's nowhere to be found after that. Yeah. Priest hits the lights on Miz for three. And then after the match, the zombies Suddenly all, now the zombies know how to get in the ring. So apparently two right. additional thinking isn't the issue. Right, exactly. They were so, just observing uh, the rules. So they, dev- and then the zombies come in. They just devour Miz, and then Priest d- gets his fake, air- his uh, ghost arrow, and shoots it at like the the ceiling. Tron and the Army of the Dead logo shows up. Pretty
4: great stuff, but it was pretty. It was pretty cheesy. It
2: was corny as hell. Yeah, but if any match, look, we all know what a lumberjack match is. We all know the tropes. This was different. It was, yes, horribly stupid. But, I, you know, hey, I was I'll, enter- I'll, I was entertained the whole time. I'll, I'll say this. I wasn't that into
4: it, but it was, it was well-produced stupidity.
2: It was actually well-produced. It, it was well-produced. Know,
4: it, it, it was stupid. It was cheesy. But it wasn't
2: poorly put together. Right. And it wasn't boring. And I'd much rather take that. I than did overstay its welcome. Boring. And yeah. you're right. It was a fairly quick match and got to its beats really quickly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So then, yeah, the the zombies go. They they circle Miz, devour him, and then they're just
2: gone. It was like again. it was like a Cricket Wireless commercial, you know, but for kind Army of, yeah. of the Dead, you know, but it's for like, like that. eight minutes long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, after that, Hell in the
4: Cells announced for June twentieth. Uh, I believe it was June twentieth. Uh, then uh, Jay is backstage. He goes and finds his brother, uh, and says, uh, "Jimmy tells Roman or tells Jay that Roman could lose even with." You in his corner, and says, "You know, hey the the sign on Roman's locker room should
2: read Roman and his bitch." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the way to get that done, Jimmy. You're not gonna you're not gonna get I mean, the job he, done.
4: They're thing. brothers. If 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 Jimmy knows how to motivate Jay, or if he doesn't know how to motivate
2: Jay, I don't know who would. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So after that, we had uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. Uh, and this was just a really strong whatever 15 minute match, I guess. Um, you know Bianca comes out strong. Bailey has to chill for a bit on the outside. Bates That's frustrated, in, yeah, gets frustrated. Bates Bianca starts wrecking her on the outside, takes her back in to, to beat the count because obviously she can't win the title that way. Uh, at one point she uh she pins Bianca near the ropes and Bianca kicks out so hard Bailey flies out of the ring. Um. Bailey slides, does like sort of a running slide out of the ring, but Bianca evades and Bailey, you know, eats shit basically. Uh, oh, it was a suicide dive. It was a suicide oh, dive. Oh, was that a suicide dive? I thought she, she slid did out. a suicide okay, dive. No, no, yeah. it was a suicide dive. And, and Bianca got out of the way and, she, and, and Bailey just landed around right the mat. That was rough. Yeah, uh, it was rough. And then Bailey, uh, Bianca slams her head on the apron before bringing her back in. Bailey tries for some cheating tight pins with her feet on the ropes and whatnot. The rough catches her uh uh bailey rakes the eyes of bianca she grabs her hair hits a bailey to belly with the hair on bianca gets two on that goes for a rose plant but bianca is able to like sort of evade that and counter it into like a pin which... well the idea that she used her hair
4: for leverage on, yeah, on the right. counter yeah, yeah yeah exactly
2: yeah so it was early
4: ba- on i think it was sorry uh bianca tells bailey don't mess with my hair.
2: Yeah, it was a bit of a sloppy finish, but you get the idea of what they were doing. They probably yeah. went through it a million times and got it right. But You know. got it right every time, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: after that, we had MVP promo. He was just talking about how Braun makes poor business decisions. He doesn't see the larger picture. However, Drew McIntyre does, but he knows the picture doesn't look good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not concerned about this being a triple threat. It says uh, uh, Lashley uh, will overcome any obstacle. He's just not a champion. He's just not the WWE champion. He's the almighty.
2: He is the almighty WWE champion. And then I got to say, match of the night was this next one, man. This was, oh my gosh, this was really good. And it was just exactly, you know, what it needed to be. Just three monsters. uh, Just taking chances and beating the hell out of each other. Braun, dude, Braun was the MVP of this match. There were times when this dude almost landed straight on his head doing crazy shit. Like that moment where he came off the apron when Drew and Bobby line, yeah. were going at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had the whole Drew puts Bobby through the LED board and sparks come flying. Great. It started out with Bobby trying to team with Drew to take out Braun. And uh Drew kind of eventually feels like yeah, I reluctantly g- did. Yeah. I got no there's no other choice. Like, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to do? Like he's got a good point. Braun is the X Factor here, he's the big monster. He wrecked both of us at the end of Raw last week. So let's go ahead and do this. Uh, Once they take out Braun, uh, they go at it on the outside. But that's when Braun comes off the apron and uh, and and, and basically does a flipping senton into both of them. Uh, Yeah, this was just this was tons of fun. There was the LED screen bit. Uh, Drew Claymore Braun over the barricade before that to sort of take him out of the match. While him and Bobby go at it, Uh, Strowman comes too after Bobby is thrown to the LED screen. They battle or he basically destroys Drew on the way back to the ring. Um, Braun, uh, uh, Braun hits a senton on Drew and just, like, yeah. lands with every, all of his weight. Great. look gnarly. A uh, highlight of the match might happen yeah, right after that. Sorry, is is
4: Drew evades. Uh, Braun charges him, and it hits a Mishinoku driver. Yes! Effortlessly, effortlessly.
2: Effortlessly.
4: Effortlessly. It was it rad. It was awesome. It was, sho- it was, it was kind of shocking, to be honest with you. It was awesome. So then Braun dumps uh, Drew out of the ring. He's looking for a shoulder tackle. Drew catches him, hits an overhead belly to belly, goes for a claymore. Braun catches him, then power bombs him through the announce table. Yeah, that was rough. They eventually get back in the ring. Uh, Drew hits Braun with the claymore. Lashley, he's had enough time to come to, gets back in the ring, tosses Drew out of the ring,
2: hits Braun with the spear to get the win. Yeah, it was a really, really well-booked match and a perfectly executed one. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty solid stuff, and of course, with that match, Larsen. Oh, another pay per view down. Two more to go before I as, become. As Ultimo. I said,
4: as I said before we started, there was basically no way I was winning. Basically, no way anybody was winning unless you just made a really boneheaded decision, and you didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you say that as if it's not a possibility.
4: Well, you didn't though. So congratulations. I still got the going in raw cup though, so.
2: Oh, look at that little cup right there. That's good.
4: You know, it'd be much larger if it ever changed hands. But ever since I've had it, it's been right up here. Uh,
2: wait, it would grow in size. Idea,
4: well, the whole idea is like when it changes hands, you put something on it. Like I added this. I added the the, the NW I thought NWF I put o- that on there. I didn't put cozy. that on there. Well, I I'm the one that physically glued it on.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
4: This is my super glue. Well, it's
2: here. good that you have that. That's good. Two more title defenses. I'll have that New Japan, the IW, I IWGP, my Ultimo Reign will begin. Very exciting. There's only one Ultimo, and on this T-shirt right here. Oh, remember those days? <laughs> they'll
4: come. They'll be back again. Oh. <laughs> they'll be Anyways, back again. Uh, uh, then we got our main event: yeah. Cesaro versus Roman Reigns. So before the match begins, Jay is hyping up Roman at the gorilla position, and he basically just. He, uh, I think, verbally and just with the uh, body language, tells him to shut up.
2: Oh my gosh, he's just trying to hype him up. I that know. That's horrible. I felt and so bad. He was like, "Come on, man, you can do this. You can do this." And Roman said, "Shut up." I don't know what he said because he said it so like low.
4: Yeah, soft. But basically, oh. he says, uh, "Go, go find your, go find your brother." Yeah. The idea being, I don't need you. I don't need you, ringside. Go find your brother.
2: I was messed up. I don't
4: need you out here to win.
2: He did. A, a, a pretty
4: significant... No, he didn't. It was a pretty significant <laughs> departure from Roman two months ago.
2: Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah. yeah. Now, he's emboldened after stacking <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Edge. Confident. Yeah. I, would an high. I would be too. I would be too. I would be too if I stacked two Hall of Famers and pins Exactly. Them. So, uh, early on, Cesaro is frustrating Roman. He has to roll out of the ring to collect himself. Uh, Roman escapes a, s- a swing, tosses Cesaro to a f- the floor...
2: And Cesaro lands awkwardly on his
4: shoulder. Man,
2: I just thought about that. Roman Roman didn't even get swung in this match, did he? Nope. Has nope. Roman been swung in the build?
3: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
4: Wow. On a police. On so.
2: a Cesaro was swing. I know Cesaro swung both Jimmy and Jay, but did he swing? I
4: don't think so. I think he just hit Roman with a neutralizer. Yeah. last week.
2: Yeah. Man. So after your chat can correct us on that. Yeah.
4: Man. So after getting tossed out of the ring, Cesaro's really selling arm. Roman goes right after it. Uh, takes control for a really extended period. Just destroys his arm, which would come into play, of course, later. Uh, Cesaro would eventually mount some offense. Uh, he hits a, a, uh, how do you knock him out of the ring? He knocked him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, he puts him in a sharpshooter. Roman gets the bottom rope, rolls out of the ring. Cesaro hits him with a corkscrew plancha, uh, then follows that up with a uppercut against the barricade, hits a fun splash off the top, gets a two count. Uh, Roman then goes right back to, uh, going after Cesaro's arm, hits a drive-by that sends Cesaro's shoulder into the ring post. Um, and then he's working over Cesaro's arm and starts talking crap to Daniel
2: Bryan. His shit talk was great because he was cranking his arm and he was just looking into the camera saying, Hey, DB. Hey, DB. I'm having so much fun wrestling. I'm having so much fun. Oh, I loved it. It was, it was great. awesome.
4: So uh, Cesaro's looking for a comeback. Uh, Roman kicks his bad arm. Cesaro responds with a huge clothesline with bad arm. Uh, Hits a deadlift uh, superplex uh, from the apron to the ring. Gets a two count there. Cesaro's going right back. He goes after Roman's leg. uh, Looks for a neutralizer. Can't lift up Roman because of the bad arm. Mm -hmm. So Roman sinks in an arm bar. Cesaro reverses that to roll up. Gets a two. Uh, Looking for a springboard uppercut. Roman counters that with a Superman punch. Um, And then he goes for a spear. Cesaro counters that with an uppercut. Uh, he's going to go for a pop-up uppercut. His arm gives out. Roman locks in a guillotine. Uh, Cesaro powers him up, slams him, looks for a sharpshooter. Uh, Roman kind of fights it off. Plus, his arm's bad. Hits some grounded pound. Eventually, does sink in a sharpshooter. Roman gets to the bottom rope, or is about to get to the bottom rope. Cesaro transitions to a crossface, mm-hmm. and he rolls him back in the middle of the ring. Roman powers out of that. Hits some because of the bad arm. Hits some grounded pound. Uh, deadlift powerbomb that gets him a more grounded pound. Uh, throws a form, Cesaro catches it, flings Roman kind of overhead, but in doing so, like Roman just like rolls through and gets uh, a guillotine on again. Yeah, yeah. So Cesaro powers Roman up again, slams him again, except this time Roman keeps the guillotine on. Yeah. Cesaro is able to break it for like a second. Yeah. And then Roman locks it back in. Uh, he's trying to use his bad arm to undo Roman's grip. He can't. Passes out. Uh, ref calls for the bell. Roman retains.
2: The ref was especially. Sort of uh, paying diligent close attention to the shoulders, yeah, yeah diligent, really yeah. diligent. Anytime yeah.
4: someone had their shoulders down, because there was a lot spots. of submission
2: in this stuff, yeah. But in spots where most rest just don't pay attention to it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it was—I mean—it was obviously pretty deliberate here because there's so much submission stuff going on, and he's checking for the shoulders. So, uh, so yeah, it, it was—it was a really terrific match. I think it was a little on the long side. Um, you know, well, I think part of it too was
4: it was it was a matter of placement too, because that match that preceded it, the WWE title yes. match, was such a barn that should have been the main event. It really should, and be. so fast paced. When you have a meticulously told story like this, that it, it it does feel like it could drag a little bit. I understand that that feeling. I mean, I didn't I didn't necessarily feel like it dragged. I just felt like it was it was a matter of of pacing between a match that was super fast paced with a bunch of stuff that you didn't expect them to do. I'd expect a Mishinoku driver or Braun to jump off the barricade or I the think, the apron. I mean,
2: yeah, I think it was. I'll be honest, I I do think it dragged for me because, for one thing, we all knew the outcome. We all know, knew but, the outcome.
4: But the The journey, a part of the journey of this is is establishing Cesaro as as approaching the main event. I mean, Roman is in, a, in an entirely different league at this juncture. But in terms of building up Cesaro, in terms of someone who isn't just going to uh, eat a, a loss to Roman in 10 minutes. It speaks to his heart and his gumption.
2: Yeah. That being said, it's still dragged. Um, I, you know, and I mean, the story, like there's been matches like this with Roman where Dan, Daniel Bryan, number one, is a much more compelling storyteller than anybody else in wrestling. I mean, and so he could take a match like this same amount of time, same story that's being told, and it ain't gonna drag. Um The story here I just to me wasn't that compelling. Um it was a solid wrestling match. I thought Roman Reigns' shit talk really made it for me. Uh but uh and it it, it sort of also it, it it illustrated that Roman can hang even with the best wrestlers, and he just sort of looks down on that too. He's like, Look at me, this is fun. Oh, we're wrestling now, and he can out wrestle people. And so, like, it's 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 pretty compelling stuff in in the larger sense, but yeah, I mean, part of it is placement, but also part of it. Even if it if it came after a two minute squash match, I think it would have like still sort of dragged for me. But that's just my own predilection, you know. It doesn't, it, you know, if you enjoyed it, great. I still gave it three and a half stars. I thought it was a really good match, but it was a good match. Um, uh, so after the after the match, uh,
4: Jay runs down the ring. Uh, recognizes roman head of the table um and he kind of looks at cesaro and says let me have him roman kind of nods so jay goes over hits cesaro with a super kick follows some ground to pound goes up top ses music hit man fantastic suit oh another God. fantastic this is beautiful it was fantastic He had a shirt underneath that matched the blazer it was yeah. awesome um and so he walks down the ring he steps up to roman they're face to face he just smiles. He laughs, mm-hmm. and just viciously goes after Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Roman and Jay just walk out. Uh, Seth takes Cesaro ringside, beats the heck out of him. Uh, gets a chair, beats Cesaro with that. Sticks his arm between the the backrest and seat of the chair, uh, pins him against the the ring post, and t- t- says to him, "Do you know who I am? I'm Seth Rollins. No one makes a mockery out of me." And then takes the chair and slams it and his Cesaro's arm into the ring post falls with a stomp on the on the floor. Seth beat the hell out of him. Beat the hell out of him.
2: Let me ask you this. So I, I mentioned this uh I think during our pre-show Seth facing off with uh Roman seems like they might go with Seth versus Roman at SummerSlam. That would make sense. Cesaro being here in the main event is going to be all for naught because you know what that means. Seth's going to have to rack up wins on the road to SummerSlam. Cesaro is going to be number 1 unless they unless this was meant to write Cesaro off for a couple weeks, but still, he's going to be he, he. You know, that's going to be a guy that Seth's going to beat on the road to Roman. Potentially, they could have a match at Hell so. in a Cell. I imagine Cesaro's going to probably fall back just the mid card. Thoroughly <laughs> totally possible and tag tag champion again. Um. Anyways, you let's know, but see. if you
4: know he, he, after this feud with Seth comes to an end and and he he falls down the mid card, maybe at least he'll he'll get some opportunities as a singles wrestler in the mid card. Maybe he'll in contention for that intercontinental title
2: he should be i mean you know when you look at him look at kevin owens <clears throat> I Sandy mean, zane yeah sam i mean that that's a killer that's a killer division right there mm-hmm. so you know hopefully that's going to be the situation um yeah i mean you know who wouldn't want to see a six-man ladder match with that division including cesaro that'd yeah. be pretty great we have a couple of questions here in the twitch chat
4: yeah yeah uh dr lipkin it fills us in on the exchange between Roman and Jay, as does King CTM. Jay says, we got this. And Roman says, what do you mean, we? And then King CTM says, Jay said, but what if? Um, I thought I caught that. And Roman yeah. Says, like, what if? You sound like your brother. Why don't you go find him? Why don't you go find him?
2: Uh, let's see here. Uh, White Brownie he says, with backlash known as having one title change and Hell in a Cell being next, how many title changes do you see happening and which titles? Well, I think... You know the Ray and Dom are not going to have those SmackDown titles very long, but it's probably going to be not till Money in the Bank or maybe SummerSlam mm. till that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, nobody's going to take that title off Bianca anytime soon, although it would be true. True
4: could beat Lashley for the WWE title if this
2: is a Hell in a Cell match. That's a toss that up. Happen. That is a toss that up. That could right happen. There. Yeah, that's a toss up
4: because yeah. that rematch is happening. Um, Rhea's not going to lose the
2: Raw Women's title. Rhea, Rhea's future, because if if Becky's back at SummerSlam, then Rhea's losing it at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Becky being back, SummerSlam's probably the earliest she would be back. Yeah.
4: Uh, Jorge D. Stephen Larson, you each start having lucid dreams about living in the mid-20th century. You notice that you are living with a famous wrestling family. Using this knowledge, you try to explain that you are the reincarnation of a long-lost wrestling family member. Choose a wrestling family, and how do you convince them that you are their reincarnated
2: ancestor? So the mid-20th century, so from the 40s to the 60s at some point. Uh, Famous wrestling family. Like the the Thez's? Is there more than one Thez? Bruno San Martino and David San Martino.
4: Yeah. I'm thinking maybe the Von Erichs sam martino's the ortons because i would guess that randy orton's grandfather probably wrestled around that time i think period. you're right yeah uh um, the hearts say
2: you're you know
4: i'm sure Stu hart was wrestling back in the 50s
2: probably yeah how do you convince him that you are their reincarnated ancestor i don't know that i could i would say you'd have
4: to know details uh of such specificity yeah that the, the the rank and file wrestling fan
2: would be completely unaware of, you know. I'm terrible at Mania. I don't know any of that stuff. Mm-mm. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I don't know no either. I don't know
4: no either. A uh, profound magician with how strong Roman has been booked. Do you see anyone being built up to beat him anytime before WrestleMania next year? I personally can't see anyone beating him anytime soon. It's going to be after he beats The Rock at Mania 39.
2: So. Let me ask unless you Unless there's a
4: cash in. Unless there's a cash in.
2: If Edge cashes in on Roman, how long is Edge going to have that title before Roman gets it back? Oh, the next pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, really? You think it'd be, be Edge versus Roman at SummerSlam if Edge cashes in at Money in the Bank? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty huge SummerSlam match. It's a big SummerSlam
4: match, yeah. One-on-one, the, the match that you know we thought we were getting at Mania, and then we finally get it at SummerSlam.
2: It'll uh, be wait. interesting. It'll be interesting to see what, that, what happens. Yeah.
4: Uh White Brownie MVP during a post-match interview said he has a surprise for Lashley tomorrow. What do you think it could be and does it involve Drew? Maybe he's getting Lashley a new title
2: because uh, I would, yeah, uh, this one's falling apart. Yeah, it's falling apart. That'd be did, Dude, bring back custom titles. They'll never do that, but bring back. I mean, what if it was just like as simple as it's the WWE title, but it's all gold. Mm-hmm. All of it's gold. Like, I don't That'd know what cool. you can do with the strap necessarily, but make that gold too somehow. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean maybe edge cash like I said, maybe edge cashes in on uh on what if edge you know it'd be great. If Drew wins at Hell in a Cell, Edge cashes in at Money in the Bank with Drew and whatever whoever he's fighting, and Edge cashes in on Drew instead. We get Drew versus Edge at Summerslam. Could be that might be that might be more likely uh Dang mq with seth
4: suit game being great should others who wear suits like sony deville follow the seth template oh sony deville's got amazing suits she's too. doing great
2: she's doing great i don't great. think
4: she has to follow anybody's template no, huh? her suits are amazing yeah uh dr lipkin does roman's uh, shit talking to daniel bryan mean that db has come to terms with wb no Cesaro was Daniel Bryan's guy, his mm-hmm. friend.
2: Um, so no, I don't think it means anything. I don't. Yeah, I would be shocked if it meant anything. I would actually think that it might mean that he might have. Oh, come to term. Oh, come to terms and signed a contract. Oh, I think yeah. it's. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I don't know if they'd want to reference him if he was, if he had decided not to go, but they probably are confident they're going to re-sign him. Fear and Loathing. Do we have do we have zombies tonight? Because it's cheaper to pay extras than the loser locker room at pay per view appearance. No, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with. Movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you ever listen to uh, uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard, you know he seemed really fond uh, of the days of like karate fighters when they would integrate certain things. Mm-hmm. They had like mm-hmm. a karate fighter tournament or something like on a Raw or something like that. Uh,
4: game world with the newfound resurgence and trading cards during the pandemic. You both find a collection of extremely rare and valuable trading cards from a variety of sport genres. What real life wrestler would you choose to sell those cards on the black market? Why would you have to sell them on the black market? Why
2: would you have to do it on the black market? Is you there, go, a- you get them all graded yeah. and you sell them for a massive profit. Is there a caveat where they're hot? They're like stolen. Oh, Maybe. In which case, I'm not sure any wrestler would have connections on the black market, but I don't know. Like in character or in kayfabe, maybe Paul Heyman. He talked about being a gangster in his, uh, I know he's being metaphorical, Mm -hmm. but in his new Jack, his wonderful new Jack eulogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Lipkin
4: says Tyler Breeze is in the trading cards.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, here we go. Tron, uh, Tronin. Will they do double heel though with Seth and Roman? I would love to see Seth transition to like a tweener in that same character. I think if he stays in that character, people would eat it up. If he's a, if he's like partially a good guy, just stop. Just don't try to be yourself as a good guy. Mm -hmm. But if he's as that guy, I think people would like it. I think if they, if they,
4: I don't know if they'd be adverse to heel versus heel per se. I think if it's, they think that's the money match that people would want to see, then they'll do it. Regardless if it's heel versus heel. so long as one is more of a heel, you know? Well, yeah. I think if Roman's more of a heel.
2: Yeah. I mean, that would just by, by virtue of that, it would sort of make Seth, you know, the guy. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I
0: well, kind of I mean. feel
2: like Seth would have to turn somewhat. Somewhat. He would just stop putting people's arms in chairs if they're good guys. That's all it really mm. takes, just stop mm-hmm. beating mm-hmm. up on good guys. Uh, all right, one last one here from Diard Homer. Does Roman have it in his contract that he can't be cashed in on? That's like Hogan status right there, man. I don't know if even, if even Roman can get the Hogan contract. Anyways. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a bit. Uh, till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations.